mood to refocus your mind and pivot your business, then I've created a list of resources just for you. If you are ready to let go of all that fear and anxiety and uncertainty and really decide to step into creating the business of your dreams in a new way, we must navigate this crazy time by staying focused and clear on what we can control, which is how we choose to respond to this crisis. I want to help you uncover new options and new ways to do things so you can thrive now and after all of this is said and done. So in the spirit of that, I've created a list of free resources to help you refocus your mind and pivot your business now. You can head to the link christinecorgran.com.au slash refocus or check the link in the show notes. And what you'll get access to is my 15 page guide on refocus and pivot, as well as an audio version to listen to. You get access to meditations and visualizations to elevate your mindset a replay of my 75 minute online workshop, all about refocusing your mind and pivoting your business, a free online training with myself and Bay Bradfield called from pandemic to possibility with all your options and ways to step up and lead at this time podcast episodes that I've created specifically for at this time, as well as a 90 day planner to get you started. If you want, you can check it out via the link in the show notes and let's head on to today's episode. The Next Level Life podcast by Christine Corcoran is for all heart-centered entrepreneurs who want to up-level their mindset, motivation, and business to make a positive and meaningful impact in the world today. So if you love what you do and want to hear from inspiring thought leaders and successful business owners where we have real conversations and real connections, then this is for you. I want to assist you in finding the clarity and awareness you need to up-level your mindset, and set your soul on fire to take massive aligned action in your business so you can take your life to the next level. Ready to get started? Let's go. Welcome to episode 145, What If Anxiety? I'm using the word anxiety and I want to talk to you a little bit about the fears that come with the question or the term what if and how we can use it in a positive way rather than negative way, as well as talking a little bit about the causes of anxious thoughts. So we can often have some practice thought patterns or thought loops that turn to anxious thoughts, which turn to anxious emotions. So we have feelings of worry and anxiety and fear that become so strong that it starts to interfere with our everyday life. And I'm not talking about PTSD, okay? So I'm not talking about unprocessed trauma that has turned to PTSD, which could result in panic attacks and could result in, you know, an emotional response that is quite intense where we fall into fight or flight in such an intense way that it interferes with our functioning. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about what if anxiety, getting caught up in the what if thought loops of What if this goes on for the next six months? What if my business fails? What if my job no longer exists? What if I fail at this? What if this doesn't work? What if whatever, no matter what I try, it still doesn't work? What if I'm judged? What if I'm seen as a failure? What if things go wrong? What if it's a flop? Like all of those thought loops that get us into a place of anxious thoughts and then to a place of anxious feelings. And this has definitely been inspired by a couple of conversations that I've been having recently and then some support that I've been giving some clients to work through this challenge because this time in history, we are like there's this huge spotlight on us and how we deal with this crisis will set us up for the next couple of years of our lives. And I know that sounds dramatic, but if we use this time wisely, we can utilize this period of time to work on ourselves and do the self-work to overcome 
the limiting beliefs, the thought patterns that have kept us stuck in the past, the fears that have been playing up and have been so heightened and intensified by this experience that this is the time. This is where why it's being highlighted. These thoughts and emotions are being brought to the surface so we can work through them and process them so we don't have to take them with us into the new world. What's happening right now is unprecedented and it's affecting majority of the world. So when we come out of this, the other end of this, things will be different. And yes, we will go back to some form of normalcy, but there'll be something different. And we get to choose how we want to respond. We get to choose how we, or who we want to be throughout this experience. And I hope that you choose the path of resistance rather than least resistance, because change is hard, but change is good and growth is so powerful. And I want you to be able to work through this stuff that's been holding you back so that it no longer holds you back. If you get through this, and you'll be so much stronger for it, that you'll be so resilient that no matter what challenge comes your way, you'll be just like, water off a duck's back, let's keep moving. And I think it's really important that we use this time to recognize what thoughts and emotions have been keeping us playing small and what we've resisted, the the work that we've resisted doing in the past, because that's why it feels so intense right now. And that people who are experiencing some form of anxiety, it's intensified because of the thought loops and practiced emotions that we've been experiencing from the past that we haven't dealt with. So this is the time. So I want you to be able to come to this session with an open mind Like I'm not a doctor, I'm not diagnosing you with anxiety, but we all have anxious thoughts, but it's when they spiral out of of control and they interfere with us functioning as a person in the world and it, where it starts to hold you back and stops you from doing the things that you want to do that then becomes out of control. And I am not against medication. Like I'm not saying that at all, but medication is definitely something that is very useful for someone where the emotional state has actually gotten out of control and it becomes to the point of panic attacks and things like that. So if that's where you're at, I'm not judging you and please don't judge yourself for that. But I think it's really important that we recognize that as a symptom and the medication is there to deal with the symptoms, but we need to work with the underlying stuff. We need to understand where this all started because it did not just start now. It did not just start in the last couple of months. Anxiety is a result of multiple experiences or patterns of thought and fear from the past or emotional experiences that we haven't dealt with in the past. That resistance causes it to be so big that we don't want to deal with it and we actually push it to the side. And then anxiety is a way that it comes up of the way for the human body to try and process it. But then the anxious thoughts keep us in a place of fear and resistance. So it's really important that we work through them. Otherwise, it will continue to hinder you. So the what if anxiety can be anybody who is having that place of freezing or getting stuck in a place of fear where they're not taking action for fear of what if, okay, right through to someone who's experiencing anxious thoughts on a daily basis, where again, it's keeping them stuck and they're finding that it's becoming a part of who they are. Anxiety is not who you are. You are not an anxious person. You're experiencing anxious thoughts and anxious feelings but anxiety is not who you are. So please be mindful that you don't label yourself with it. You can work through this and you can overcome this, but it's all in the self-work. And so I want to support you with that today. So anxiety can come from lots of different places, but it's really interesting to notice that those practice thought patterns are very connected to multiple emotions. So it's not the emotion anxiety that we're feeling. Anxiety is an explanation of the feelings that we have, that anxiousness, the fear, the worry and the um, you know apprehension and the overwhelm and that stress. 
but it's not the emotion. Usually it's unprocessed emotions from the past that we haven't worked through. So anxiety can be a mix of multiple emotions. So it's really important that first and foremost, you start to pinpoint what those emotions are. So they may have resulted in anxiety, but that's not where they began. So it's really important to try and do some of that self-work where you or, or work with a therapist, work with a counselor, work with a coach who understands the brain and understands how the neural pathways work and how they're developed because anxiety is a result of multiple thought loops which are connected to emotions which have been unprocessed or unworked through and they become like this absolute snowball so they build on top of each other on top of each other until that small little snowball becomes this huge gigantic boulder that we can't handle right so it's really important that we understand where they began and if you can start to pinpoint what the emotions are that you feel that are attached to it so it could be sadness it could be disappointment it could be anger it could be fear it could be a multitude of different feelings that you're experiencing and emotions from the past that maybe you haven't worked through from past experiences So it's really important that you take the time throughout this time that if you start to notice anxious thoughts, I want you to sit down and write down what are the thoughts that you had that led to that because they didn't come out of nowhere, right? And if it's gotten to the point where you're waking up with it, then it's usually thoughts that we have a strategy that plays out. So everything that we do in life is a strategy. The way we get up in the morning and we do our little routine, the way we brush our teeth is a strategy, the way that we go to work is a strategy, the way that we fall in love is a strategy, the way that we build a connection with someone is a strategy. Like everything that we do is a strategy that we've experienced in the past, we've played out, we know exactly the result that it's achieved, and then we play that strategy again. And now you may think, well, I'm not wanting to practice anxiety. And no, but when our thoughts are unattended and we don't actually take the time to process the emotions, then it can get completely out of control and then it becomes a strategy. But the thing is that 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 feeling of anxiousness or anxiety is still giving you a level of certainty because it's something that you've practiced in the past. So you know how to do it and you know the result that it achieves. Okay, so I'm going to come back to that in a moment, but I just want you to be aware of that. So what causes the anxiousness for you? What happens when you have the thoughts around like the what if of all the things that might go wrong, that might not go right, all the things that might actually go right. And then what does that mean? Like all of the thoughts, what is it that causes the anxiousness for you? Is it putting pressure on yourself? Is it having things to be right, that perfectionism? Is it getting to the point of feeling overwhelmed? Right. So overwhelm, there is actually a purpose for overwhelm. And we usually experience it when we're doing something we've never done before or experiencing it when we're taking on too much. And it's actually a a reminder to set clearer boundaries. Or it's when we're learning something new and our brain feels overwhelmed because we're taking on a lot of information and it feels overwhelming because we're literally putting too much information for the brain to process at that time. So we need to give the brain time to become aware of it and and go from consciousness to the subconscious, but also go from, from incompetency to competency. So it's a process, it's overwhelm. There is a purpose to the overwhelm. And now then there's stress, right? Stress about not having enough time, how we deal with stress, how we cope with stress is part of anxiety. So being aware of how do you deal with stress in your life? Do you have coping mechanisms? Do you have tools that help you work through the stress? Do you have thought tools to actually uncover what causes the level of stress, what emotions are attached to the stress, and then how you deal with that? Really important. 
So thoughts that could cause this level of anxiety is all those what ifs that I thought that we said before about what if this happened? What if this went on for this long? What if I hadn't done this? What if I had done this? What if this goes wrong? What if it's a flop? What if I'm judged? Right down to I have to do this or thinking that I have to have things a certain way or under control. When we're constantly focused on things that feel out of our control, again, it causes a lot more anxiety or we're constantly telling ourselves we don't have enough time. So actually building that pressure on top of ourselves and that inner chatter is talking us around in circles. We're talking in those thought loops that are keeping us in a heightened sense of emotional state because we're putting ourselves so much stress on ourselves that we're actually not allowing ourselves to process how we're feeling and then deal with it in a proper way that helps to support you moving forward. And often these are very unfinished thoughts. So if you're having what if thoughts, what I would challenge you to do is sit down and write them down for one and then actually finish the thought. So majority of the time when we go to that state of the what if anxiety, there's a level of fear there, right? So anxiety is a level of fear. And fear is usually come, comes along with the fear of the unknown, the fear of not being safe, the fear of not being able to handle things. So what I suggest you do is actually finish the thought, like play the movie out to the end. And what I mean by that is that, you know, play it out in your mind or write it out even better because you want to make sure that you detach the emotions from it. And so you may be, you may have the thought of what if this goes wrong? And it might be something that you're putting out to the world, let's say. Maybe you're launching something. What if this goes wrong? What if it doesn't work? And I want you to write it out and actually go, well, what would happen if it didn't work out? How would you handle that? What would specifically happen? What would be the things that went wrong? What would you be unhappy with? How would you feel because of that result? And being able to work through that and understand the emotions. Now, usually if we're at that heightened state of anxiety, it's because we've already got so many of those emotions going around the body that we feel like we're piling on top of the emotions we're already experiencing. So then the fear of the what if is piling on top of and that, that snowball has become that huge boulder and we feel like that's too hard. We don't want to feel that, which is very normal. Human beings, we don't want to feel pain. We don't want to feel neg- negative emotion. So we try to avoid it as much as possible. And then what we do is actually build up this even higher level of resistance to the emotion. So when we've processed emotions in the past in a really healthy way, there's no built up resistance to the emotions. We feel them, we release them. We feel them, we release them. Yet, if we haven't processed them in a healthy way, then we often avoid them. We push them aside. And if that's something that you're experiencing, I definitely suggest you go back and listen to the bypassing emotions episode that I did last week. But when we're pushing them aside and we're creating this resistance, then that resistance feels even more huge than it did before so we're adding to it right so even though I'm suggesting you you know play that movie out and talk talk yourself through the what if if when you get to the emotional part it feels too much it's like I can't deal with that or we go into the whole it's too hard I'm I'm just going to avoid it no that's and we literally go into them buffering that's usually when we've actually got so many built up emotions that we haven't processed from the past that all these new ones that we're trying to pile up on top becomes too much. And then we go to a place of anxiety to avoid feeling all the other things, right? So, and then the anxiety then can often become a reason why we then don't step forward because I have anxiety, right? So anxiety is usually built up from the resistance of other emotions that we haven't worked through, we haven't processed, we haven't faced them. 
and anxiety is this new word that we're now using for the emotional state and the feelings that we're experiencing. So first and foremost, we really want to work through those emotions. And I know that sounds scary. And usually when I talk to someone who experiences this, there is quite a level of fear of actually feeling the emotions because the pattern in the past is the avoidance. So the pattern in the past is not feel. We don't want to feel or we've shut our emotions down because it's too painful. And so, and I totally get that because I've absolutely been through that experience myself. And let me tell you, when you start to peel back those layers, you feel such relief. You feel such relief when you work through them and release them. There's no, no reason to hold on to them anymore. Like we're holding on to them for so much fear of what it's going to feel like that we're causing ourselves even more pain than we actually need to. So it's important that we really take the time to heal the past. And this is what this time is asking of us. Work through this. If there's times in the past where you know you haven't healed, that you know that you haven't worked through those emotions, and this is the time to do that. And that's where you work with a coach, right? Work with a therapist, work with a counselor, work with someone that you know that can help you move past it to move forward. Anxiety is a level of fear. And if there is a reason to fear the unknown, then the fear is going to come up. So we need to work with the anxiety and understand that it's not there as this evil thing that's keeping us from doing the things and living our lives. It's a part of who you are. Anxiety is, an, is actually a bunch of different emotions that you're experiencing, a hell of a lot of thoughts that are leading up to those, that emotional state, that there is a reason why you're experiencing it. So I really would love for you to take some time to understand the reasons why you're feeling it and, and actually start to unpack all the connections that they have, right? So, you know, you absolutely know if there's times in the past that you haven't healed, if you've never, if you've pushed it to the side and never wanted to talk about it ever again, then that's absolutely something that is causing even more resistance within you. And I say this with absolute compassion. Please don't judge yourself for having those feelings. Please don't judge yourself for not healing it in the past. Please don't judge yourself for avoiding it in the past. You were doing the best you could with what you had and what you knew. And it's very normal. And I say that lightly, like it's very, depending on the level of experience, if it was traumatic in any way, the way that the brain deals with that, if you're not in a, in a state of mind, if you're going into fight or flight, right, where you are absolutely freezing or you're fighting or you're in such a heightened state of fear, then what the brain does is actually pushes that trauma to the side of the brain to not deal with it anymore. So you can go into survival mode, right? And then later on down the track, when you're out of that survival mode, usually those emotions come back and they will then resurface. And that's because you're ready to deal with them. So if they're coming up for you, please know that you're ready to deal with them. If you've been listening to my podcast for a while, then you know that you have the ability to work through your thoughts, that you have the ability to change how you feel. But resisting your emotions doesn't support you. So working through it. So I share with you because this is something I recently worked on with a client and it was about something that she was wanting to launch and something to put out into the world and she was having all of these anxious thoughts and she was finding that she was getting to a place of overwhelm and then having panic and finding herself in a place of stuck like she just wasn't moving forward and she was getting frustrated with herself and she was getting angry and she was asking for help and she's doing all the things that she could do to move through it and we actually uncovered that the fear around moving forward and stepping into the unknown was so deeply connected to other experiences from the past that she hadn't dealt with, that was still there, that was still painful, that 
she was keeping herself in a place of anxiety because that actually kept her safe. So I ask you, is there anything that anxiety is giving you? Because I asked her the same question. What does anxiety give you? And initially she said, oh, I don't know. That's a huge question. And that's totally okay because we're trying to understand how anxiety is working for you because there may be a reason why anxiety is there. And in this instance, it was keeping her from facing things, right? So it was protecting her and that's totally okay. So I want you to view the anxiety, not as this evil thing that's causing you so much pain and grief and, and, and it's annoying. It's, you get frustrated at it, right? Like really see it as a signpost, see it as an awareness around self-protection. That anxiety is protecting you from something. It's a part of you that's just trying to keep you safe. So if you just, if you took anything away from this episode, if you just shifted the way that you viewed your anxiety, those anxious thoughts, those anxious feelings, then that would be a beautiful first step. Release that self-judgment and just notice and accept that part of you. Because often we're even resisting that part of ourselves, thinking it's this thing that we shouldn't have or we don't want to have. But when we accept it, and bring awareness to it and bring light to it and bring love and compassion to it, we can see it for what it is, self-protection. She was protecting herself from feeling, protecting herself from the pain from the past. So what we want to do is we want to work through that. We want to understand the emotions that are connected to it, understand the thoughts and the strategy that leads up to it so we can work through it. It's not something to hate or get angry at, And it's okay to feel. Resisting the emotions is usually actually worse than feeling them. The resistance, like I said, it's like this become this huge boulder that we feel that we can't handle. But if we took the time to process those emotions and then start to rewire the brain in a positive way, you'll learn to deal with emotions in such a more positive way. And now please don't judge yourself. This is so huge, right? Please don't judge yourself. The reason why we're experiencing this is because there's been thought patterns from the past, these neural pathways that are well-worn, that have been consistent in thinking, right? So the thought pattern might start off in, oh, I don't have time to do that. Oh my God, it's one other thing I've got to do. When am I going to find time for that? Whatever doesn't work. What if this happens? What if I don't do it? What if I can't find the time? And then like this whole spiral, right? So it's recognizing where the spiral begins and where it ends. So we, rec- we know where it ends, right? It's, an, it's a, those feelings, those anxiousness, but we feel like it's completely out of our control and it's become an interference in our lives. But where does it begin? Start to notice those thoughts and pull yourself up early on and find self-compassion to recognize that, okay, it's okay. What am I feeling right now? Is it a little bit of overwhelm? then that's normal, okay? So I'm learning something new. I'm trying to do something new that I've never done before and I'm trying to maybe create new structure. I'm also dealing with all the pressure of what's going on in the world. I'm dealing with family. I'm dealing with friends. I'm dealing with all this change and uncertainty. It's okay to feel scared. It's okay to feel sad and disappointed and angry. Please don't avoid those feelings and then view it as a beautiful gift. This gift is this beautiful highlight, a spotlight to go, hey, we need some love here. We need some compassion. And take the time to give that to yourself. It's a call for self-love. 
And once we find that calm and we can find that equilibrium again, then it's important that we create a new movie. Because at the moment, our thoughts are playing out this movie. This, our thoughts are playing out this experience of all the what if and the fear and all the problems or all the experiences that we're trying to avoid that we don't want to happen. So we're creating even more resistance within ourselves. But what I would love for you to do is replay a movie of how you do want it to go. So what if it worked out really well? What if it was incredible? What if you learned something new? What if you overcame this challenge and you built this such inner strength that you knew you'd be able to overcome anything? What if it was an absolute success? What if people loved it? How would that feel in your body? What thoughts would you be having around that? What would you be telling yourself as a result? And that's how we rewire your brain. If you're playing the what if story of anxiety, I want you to play the what if story of joy. The what if story of joy is so much more fun and it is so much more enjoyable and it helps to rewire our brain. So if our brains are going down that old pattern of anxiety, as many times as it's playing that pattern, I want you to create a new pattern. The what if of joy pattern. And when we play out that pattern of what if with joy, we focus on progress. We focus on growth. We focus on small steps. We focus on being able to do one thing after the next. We focus on celebrating ourselves. We focus on recognizing where we're being hard on ourselves and we're bringing some self-compassion to the story. We're recognizing that we're doing the best we can with what we have. And if we're not, we recognize that it's okay to skip a beat. It's okay to take a pause. It's okay to take care of yourself on the journey. And that if you know that you can do better and if you know that you would like to do better, then self-encouragement is what's going to get you there. Not self-berating. Speaking to yourself with kindness. Reminding yourself that you can handle this. Reminding yourself that you have every ability that you can learn. Reminding yourself that you will get through this. You're doing everything you can. And every step is getting you closer to your goals. So take this opportunity to work through anything that's not been healed from the past. Find that place of self-forgiveness and self-compassion. Process the emotions in a healthy way. And switch that what-if anxiety story for a what-if joy story. And I promise you, the more you practice that, because like I said, anxiety is a practice pattern. So if we want to have more experience of joy and happiness and purpose and satisfaction and joy of what we're doing, we've got to practice that. So even if it's imaginary, even if you're just playing out that movie in your mind of what if of the possibilities and what if of the success, you're still practicing it. And the more you practice that emotion in your body, the easier it is to experience and the easier that that the brain will actually turn down that path instead of that old pattern of anxiety. Anxiety is your brain's way of taking care of you. Anxiety is your brain's way of saying, hey, we need some self-compassion and self-love here and maybe a bit of time to feel. So find the self-compassion, work through it and create those new stories, new what if joy. What if of success? What if of love? What if of happiness? What if of possibilities and opportunities? Play those, practice those 
And before you know it, anxiety will be a thing of the past. It won't be something that you practice anymore because you've worked through those emotions and you can choose to feel other things instead. You can choose to focus on what is working. You can choose to focus on understanding your emotions and feeling your emotions and knowing that you get to choose what your next step is. And being harsh on yourself and adding pressure to yourself and adding more things to your plate does not serve you. And it's not an act of self-love. So bring yourself back to that place of self-love and practice the what if of joy. I hope you've enjoyed today's episode. Come connect with me over on Instagram at Christine Corcoran underscore coach. I'd love to hear what you took away from this episode. And if you want to download your freebies with the free resources for refocusing and pivoting your business, you can head to the link in the show notes. I hope you have an incredible week and I'll speak to you all next week. Thank you for listening. And I hope you enjoyed today's episode of the Next Level Life podcast. I'd love to hear any takeaways that you've had from today's episode. So please share with me on Instagram and Facebook. And if you feel so moved, please pass this episode on to any friends or family that you feel may benefit from it. Looking forward to speaking with you next week. And here's to taking your life to the next level.